Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. This holiday season, you know what I have on my wish list? Adventure. That's why I got a new Honda during the Happy Honda Day sales event. They have a whole lineup of rugged, all-wheel drive SUVs, CRV, Pilot, Passport. But at the end of the day, I drove off in a new HRV with a bunch of safety features. And best of all, I got it on clearance. So don't just sit around knitting an ugly holiday sweater. See your local Honda dealer for Happy Honda Day's clearance pricing today. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted little piano at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most singular, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. All right. What is up, Raider Nation? Welcome to another what we hope to be fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Your old buddy Murph back here again, once again in the fan cave. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Those of you that are checking in live, thank you to those of you in the chat. And by those of you, I mean Ron. So thank, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Ron, for checking us out. Uh, if uh, by any, and Raider Trav just popped in there. Uh, I'm assuming my audio is okay. If it's not, I think we've got the, the bugs finally worked out for this week. Uh, if for some reason it's not, certainly please let us know. And, uh, and once again, we appreciate you all checking us out here for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio. So episode radio 
Episode radio. Episode radio. Episode, episode radio. Uh, Raiders <laughs> fan radio. Episode number 112. And that disembodied yet bearded voice you hear is the one and only uh, man that adorns the southern annex of the Murph's fan cave desk here in the fan cave. Welcome to the show, Uncle Mosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for being here. Oh, wait. Thank me for being here. Yeah. Hey, yeah. so we're excited about it. We've, uh, you know, I got to tell you something. Tell me something. I, I had this, all of a sudden, I had this, I, I'm driving to school, okay? I, I live an hour away from my work, right? So I get great nap time on the way to and from work. And, and I had, like it stoplights or what? No, man, it's all interstate. So, <laughs> what, you I got had, a Tesla? I had to, <laughs> no kidding. No, I got a Vanla. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got a scary. Watch is the guy with the, scre- the with scary white scary van with the tinted windows. With, parked out in front of high schools it, all the time, and there's no tint to it. I just haven't washed the dang thing since 2010. <laughs> but so I'm driving to work, and I got to pull over because I got to go to the bathroom, man. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh man, I'm 60, right? I just had the big birthday. I've always been like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so being a truck driver. Never was no. an option. No, 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 no. So big Raider trucker, man. Kudos to you, brother. I don't know how you do it. Gatorade bottles, I'm sure. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't drink yeah. the lime Gatorade after, after <laughs> ever. <trip>. ever. <laughs> Anyways, I appreciate everybody joining us here in the chat uh, on the on the live stream. It's filled up pretty good already. I got uh, another bone to wait, pick with you. Well, hold on. Let me, let me hold on. Thank you, Chuck McCann. Thank you, Sean Garcia, Chris Potts, Kevin the Raider Nerd, uh, Ron, Pat, Mojo, uh, DT or D the Sun, uh, Sculling, uh, Raider Homer's in there. Randy Hanson, Coach Randy Hanson. What's up, Come Coach? Come on, Rand. Uh, Raider Trav, as I mentioned, of course, Ron. Thank you all for joining us uh, here for episode uh, 112 once again. So thank you, Uncle Mosh. Thank you for being appreciate here. Appreciate it. Appreciate We've got it. a lot to get to tonight. Uh, but first, go ahead and get whatever it was you had on your mind. Let's. Well, let's, you let's, know, Chris Potts up, brought it up. And, you know. Okay. And D the Sun chimed right in there. Thanks, thanks, Murph. Thanks for my new. Uh, thanks for my new Facebook profile oh. pic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're all they're all hitting me up about being the uh, the the lost uh, the lost Ryan the brother. lost Ryan brother. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, are you gonna post the actual the big pic? Yeah. So I did. So I spent way too much time the other night at like a wee hours in the morning when I couldn't sleep, going through and cropping pictures of Rob Ryan and Uncle Mosh and putting them together. And so uh, I just took a few of them and put it up on our. On our socials and uh, and ask people to, to just you know check it out because Rob is now being considered for another NFL head coaching nice, job or nice. not head coach but coordinator whatever and so I said congratulations Rob or Uncle Mosh or whoever so for those of you that don't watch us on the live stream you see Uncle Mosh looks just like Rob Ryan and he has for many many years now and so uh, anyway so I just thought I would share that with you guys so yes there's a much bigger version of that that has like 15 pictures of you guys and uh, and I will put that on there I uh, the, the you know I, I've always said I can't wait for them to make a movie about the rob ryan story oh you're I, in because i'm in you're in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you know and, and and it's like nobody's ever seen the two of us in the same room uh no no you know i always used to say that i used to say that about alice cooper and leon redbone why do you, they look alike yeah man that, i think it's the same guy i've never seen leon redbone wear eye makeup like that though anything. yeah well okay there you have it you've never <laughs> seen me or rob ryan and i make up either <laughs> that's, that's, true. that's very true you could be like the fifth drummer for kiss for all i know I, oh. yeah, yeah yeah uh anyway so uh so welcome welcome into the show let's go ahead and uh 
hit a little bit of our rundown. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about uh, our draft plans. We're going to talk about the Senior Bowl. We're going to talk about... Um, uh, we're going to, of course, give respect. We always give respect. We don't shout out. We don't give props. We give respect on this show. We're going to talk about the Henderson groundbreaking for the Raiders new facility. Uh, we're going to get into the best part of our show, which is the uh, Sea of Fans mailbag. And uh, we're going to hear from you, your voice, uh, your voicemails and your emails. And then we're going to give a little bit of our uh, playoff update, which I forgot to print the bracket, Uncle Mosh, which I'll get to. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, Raiders uh, and pop culture, which has now become my new favorite segment. And real quick before you hit that button. Best way you can support our show is to like yep. and subscribe yep. to us. There are three ways. Number one on iTunes, you can search for Murph's Fan Cave and get all three of our shows on one single feed on Apple Podcasts. So just search for Murph's Fan Cave and you'll get this show, Raiders Fan Radio, which is the flagship show of the network. Then you'll get the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead, Tom and Fitz. And you'll also get Mondays with Mikey and Murph, which is on a little bit of a hiatus right now. But point being, you get all three shows on one feed. Same thing on Android. And if you're an Android user, you can download our app. It's free. Check it out. It's easy to find. Just search Murph's Fan Cave, and you'll get all three shows that are on our network there. And those of you that are already in the chat, you know this. You can support our show by liking and subscribing to our YouTube channel. That is the biggest area of, uh, of I don't know, what do you call it, interest for us here lately. We've really become we, fond of this thing, and it's going to grow into a whole nother thing in the very man. near future. So. Like and subscribe us on YouTube. We set out to be podcasters, and we're going to end up doing this video thing, and it's, and it's been a lot of fun. So please, please support us in that way. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you want to, you if you want to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us. On the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. You know, Kamash, I, uh, uh, I, uh, we're, we're always open to input, right? We're always open to Absolutely. new and exciting and fun ways that we can do our show. And uh, I've had now a couple people, including my wife, actually, brought it up that said, how come you guys never look at the camera? And I was like, I don't know. I guess it's just because we usually converse with each other. And she goes, yeah. you need to look at the camera once in a while and acknowledge that Raider Nation is out there watching you guys and you need to talk to them and make eye contact with them. So what's up, Raider Nation? <laughs> So I'm making eye contact. You want All to make- right, I'm so in. Now your turn. Okay, you go. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? No, you got to move your hand. When? Now. Okay. Okay, go. No. <laughs> move the other hand. There you go. So you got to make they, it. So they, look down the they, barrel of the camera. Don't, no, I'm looking down the barrel of the camera. Look, look harder. Uh, <laughs> ah, sh- 
the bed. Man. All right. So there we go. So we're going to look down the barrel. I just got an Al Davis in the eye. There you got it. So we're going to look down the barrel of the camera once in a while and acknowledge that you all are out there. Okay. We, well, but, but what they don't understand is that uh, that our cameras are at an at a different angle. Yeah. So I got so, to like, like lean and look like this. So for yeah, me yeah, to yeah. read my screen. And to look at you, this is where I'm at. This yeah. is the optimum position well, for me. Well, I don't think you got to, like, stare them down because that might get creepy. You know what I mean? You don't want to just, like, you know. First it's my van. Now you're telling me I'm creepy on camera. <laughs> I'm just Jeez. Kidding. You don't want to have this an guy. unfettered gaze. You know what I mean? At the- <laughs> don't say fettered to me. <laughs> All right. So uh, we always celebrate something Raider-y with our uh, episode number, Uncle Mosh. Gotcha. And our episode number this week is 112. This is episode number 112, if you can believe it, of Raiders Fan Radio. And so there's only one twelve. I guess technically there's two twelve. There's one twelve, which is Kenny Stabler. Right, right, right. Two twelve would be Rich Gannon. Uh, three twelve. I don't know Jacoby Ford, whoever you want. But but I didn't want to go with Snake because twelve is Snake. He's not one twelve. So let's go with the date. Let's go with January twelfth, Uncle Mosh, which is of course one twelve. So speaking of Rich Gannon, Rich Gannon on January twelfth of two thousand and two. Uh, led the Raiders to a victory against the New York Jets. Uh, I remember watching this game at your house. Yep. And uh, we won big that day. Uh, the Raiders won 30-10. to 10. Let me get my, my cheat sheet here, though, so I can tell you more details about that game. Uh, so this is the 2002 AFC Divisional Round. Raiders, is, as I mentioned, won 30 to 10. Gannon throws three, excuse me, two touchdown passes, uh, one to Jerry Porter and one to Jerry Rice. Fullback Zach Crockett, who I love, and uh, you're wearing the right number today, too. Absolutely. Uh, Zach Crockett rushed for a touchdown. Uh, Seabass hits three field goals. Torrey James and Eric Barton uh, had interceptions. And Romanowski and your guy, Travian Smith, had fumble recoveries in that game. So great game for the Raiders uh, as they march their way towards the Super Bowl. And so let's go ahead and hit a little audio clip on that and listen to that game. To Oakland, California, the Oakland Raiders begin their playoff push, and if anybody's going to deprive the Raiders a trip to San Diego in Super Bowl 37 this year, they're going to have to come right here to the black hole and beat the Raiders. You know what's on the line. You know what that state. I don't need to say that out. That's my the Jets were back in town, back for an even more thorough whipping. at 10. Rich Gannon opened up the playbook and fired deep for Jerry Porter. In the end, the 30-10 win was effortless, as was Jerry Rice's record-tying 21st postseason touchdown. Go! 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 Go!
<laughs> I love that. That's the best. That's Tory oh. James on the sideline making fun of the Jets chant there, man. That was awesome. <laughs> I know you Jersey guys were loving that when we yeah, used to man. beat the Jets back in the day, man. And that was, man, the Jets were pretty good back then, right? You yeah, know, they, they were. were coming off a, you know, an AFC championship appearance in like what, 2000, I think I want to say that uh, they were in. But anyways, that, those were good Jets teams. So the fact that the Raiders, of course, reemerged under John Gruden and, uh, and were competitive enough to knock off a team like the Jets back then, that was, that was great, man. That was a, that was a big deal for us. So, uh, so very, very fun stuff. And uh, any other memories of those teams, Mosh, you got? Oh, I, know man, you, just, I know you love that defense. Oh, jeez. Are you kidding me? But, you know, I, we, were, we were really showing our stuff as that, that group of folks that took in anybody. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, but yes, I mean, with with Jerry Rice and Romanowski. Yes, come and, on, yeah, and, and uh, Rod Woodson. Gosh, and, yeah, uh, I mean, we just tons it, of tons of Charlie Garner and I mean tons of veterans uh, on, those, on those teams. It was yeah, amazing. A lot, of, a lot of fun, man. And Zach Crockett. I used to, I forget what the actual numbers were on Zach Crockett once upon a time, but it was like he would have like. Five attempts for five yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean. Like, it was, he was the best man, and and, uh, and I think he was a Q dog, right? Aaron, you'd have to answer that for me. But he used to do the ears, the dog yeah, ears, yeah, and yeah. score. And uh, so I'm pretty sure he was a Q dog. So, anyways, good stuff there. Uh, all right, so Uncle Mosh, next up here on the show, uh, we want to give some respect. Okay. Uh, we don't do shout outs. No, we're nah. against shout outs. We're not against props, but we do respect. We do respect. We do respect. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna That's give how some we roll. That's how we roll. And so we're going to give some respect this week to to, uh, uh, three different groups. Number one, uh, you know, it's really easy to diversify in your social media nowadays because there's, I mean, we're literally everywhere. We're all over Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and you name it. You can find us either at Raiders Fan Radio or the Network of Murph Fan Cave. And uh, one of those early on that we really got a lot of traction on was Facebook. And even still to this day, even though is a really is a, uh, I don't know, Facebook's often criticized about its viability and its long-term and, you know, all the, only us old people use it and all that stuff. But the bottom line is that we still get a ton of interaction on Facebook. We get a lot of great feedback. We get a lot of great messages and it's, it's sometimes tough for me to keep up with the amount of them. But anyways, I said all that to say this, we had 4,000 likes now on our Raiders fan radio Facebook page. So I want to give respect to all of you that interact with us on social media and especially there on Facebook. That's a big number, man. 4,000 people paying attention to our little freaking podcast through social media is, is awesome. And that's, that's above and beyond any of the friends that we have. And you know, the things to our profiles that we use, that's just for this show's page. So thank you very much to all of you that support us in that way. And, uh, and 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 like us on on Facebook. You you kind of out of all the socials, Mosh. That's probably the one you gravitate most to, don't you think? Yeah, it's because because of, of my age. Old yeah. people do Facebook. Old people do Facebook. Old people do Facebook. Yeah. And then when you showed me how to change from from my Facebook to to Mosh Washington Facebook, right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can you know I mean like I was I told you I was overwhelmed with with my birthday wishes and stuff. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. You know uh, people I know. Didn't even send me that many, <laughs> you know. So yeah. it was it was great, yeah. man. It was great. Yeah. So good stuff there on Facebook. So appreciate all the the help and, uh, and, and support. And, and our numbers on our YouTube subscribers were were were. I remember when we were excited about, hey, we got a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we got a hundred, and we're approaching. 1300 like yeah we're like that's pretty like cool 1272 or something like that it goes up like 30 40 a week you know it's really cool it's a so, lot of fun yeah man. it's YouTube great thing is a blast and we're going to talk a lot about what's going on with youtube tonight with this show even though we don't look in the camera no hey 
<laughs> we do now. We do now. We will be, okay. So, uh, so speaking of YouTube, all right. I, one of my favorite things about this whole oh thing, my gosh. and really the thing that has propelled our uh, endearment to this YouTube thing is the interaction. Like the chat is amazing. Now I can't keep up with it through the course of the show, um, but I always go back and read it. You know, and I try to at least read parts of it while we're doing the show. Sure. But for the most part, I can't keep up with it as, as it's scrolling. Um, and but, we were we and 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 the other that goes hand in hand with that is you and I. We will poke fun at ourselves in a second. Oh, absolutely. We will we will 100% take a shot at ourselves. Absolutely. And each other. And each other. Yeah. Yes, it's important to be self-deprecating. Absolutely. Ab- absolutely. So, we love it when you're deprecating. You know what I mean? And as long as it's fair and it's, it's fun <laughs> and it's not vulgar and it, whatever, have at it. Well, you guys did last week. Man, okay. So, I'm giving the chat room respect here in this segment because last week our show episode was number 111, and I had this idea that I would make 111 into three ones and then contrast that into how teams that had Oh, my three God, you're doing it again. Okay. Okay, so I did this whole thing. The chat killed me, and it was hilarious. So I want to read. So as I'm going through and doing this whole thing last week with the, on these right, three, our ones, three ones, this is what's scrolling through. And again, I'm not reading it until after the fact I went and read it, and you guys slayed me. So here's some, here's some funny ones. So Watts Raider says, well, Cliff Branch won three Super Bowls, so that would have been a, the three ones. Three ones, yeah. As three champions, right? Bobby Wasabi says, Murph's busting out with his numerology. <laughs> <laughs> B-Dog says math skills. That's M-A-F, math skills. Bobby Wasabi then comes back with Murph is a numerological Miss Cleo. <laughs> Easy Raiders says, what's Murph talking about? I know what he's talking about, but what is he talking about? <laughs> They're killing you right now. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're like going, oh, no, not the and math then, again. And then Joseph Morales says, what did he say? And then Q-Dog, thank you for the support, says show prep and action, Murph. <laughs> then Kevin says, my brain hurts. Chris Potts says, Murph's flopping like a fish out of water. B-Dog comes back with, I already had math class, math class at 8 this morning, no mo. Ron says, then, that's thumbtacks and strings research. <laughs> then Q-Dog says, Murph just hazed the whole chat group. And Running Bear says, it's like getting directions from the crackhead on the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Then Chris Pot says, B-Dog, don't forget to carry the two. Uh, Dirty 30 says, I applaud the effort. Thank you, Dirty. B-Dog says, already accounted for. Two plus one equals three equals three first round picks. Sean Garcia says, here we go with eight degrees of separation. And then the absolute killer, Uncle Mosh. The slam dunk was Ron comes back at the end with, I think Murph just signed us all up for a timeshare. <laughs> oh, my oh. gosh. You guys are the best, man. They were so funny. They're, they're slaying you right now. Oh. Raider Beto says, I wish Murph was my math teacher. In high school, I would have passed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Aaron guys- says, one, one, one. Uh. Mosh had three wives. <laughs> Actually, I married one of them three times. So <laughs> maybe I had three wives in three oh different decades, gosh. but <laughs> I've, I've been oh married 43 gosh. years, seven uh. women. <laughs> but for- <laughs> Oh, you 
you're killing me. Ah, oh, you guys are so dang funny, man. So thank you to thank you for for much respect, man, for the chat room. We love you guys, man. Keep them coming, oh, man. I'm telling you, that's again, that's I, the best. it's tough for me to keep up during the show, but afterwards I go back and read it, and you guys are the best. So uh, definitely keep that coming. And thank you for your participation in, in Raiders Fan Radio, man. It's great. Hey, stuff. so. Update me. What's right. going? I heard we got some fantastic stuff going on with our bros in the all east. Right. So yes, come on, man. So all right. So our last bit of respect, we're gonna shout out uh, our guys in New Jersey, and you know, Mosh, we had some cool news this week that came through. Our guys in New Jersey, and yeah, well, so, you well, mean my well, guys. Well, yeah, yeah, your guy, yeah, because you're, you're one of them. It's your peeps. So here's the thing: somebody affiliated with this show got a really cool invite to be an official member of the media covering a very high-profile event. A huge event that yes. you can't just get into no. on the media aspect of it. No. You have to be credentialed. Yes, that's exactly right. And so I'm talking about the three guys in New Jersey. I'm talking about Chuck Splatterhead McCann, uh, Tom, and Fitz. And so Chuck sends me this is, uh, email and it says, you're not the only member of the media. You have three knucklehead associates in New Jersey <laughs> who have been granted press passes for New Jersey's largest tailgate party, an NFL-themed beer festival. How fitting. I attached the press release. Tell me this isn't in our wheelhouse. So much respect to those three guys. They got press passes yeah, man. To, to, to go to Secaucus, New Jersey. Come on. The, it's, uh, it's uh, let's see, what is it called? It's New Jersey's biggest tailgate. This is a, I'm reading, the, this is an official press release that our guys in New Jersey are part of. The biggest names in brewing are gathering together once again for the annual Great Beer Expo. Uh, this <laughs> beer tasting extravaganza features more than 50 breweries, hometown Jersey favorites, American craft breweries, on and on. The Great Beer Expo offers enthusiasts a unique uh, opportunity to try some amazing craft beers. Uh, we're expecting this year to be our biggest yet, and we'll be training for another sold-out event. So come out and, and check out some local breweries. We'll be featuring those and other standouts at the festival. So That's our three amazing. guys are going to be covering this event as official media members. Uh, Much respect, you guys. That's yeah, awesome. absolutely. That is very, very cool. Just one time, I need it. Raiders Fan Radio! All right, Uncle Mosh. Uh, so, speaking of media coverage, so right. um, we had some really cool news happen this week. So, uh, uh, you know, we are fans. We're nothing but First fans. First and foremost. First and foremost, only ever going to claim to be fans and treat our uh, representation of Raider Nation as such. You know, we're not analysts. We're not pros. We're not experts. We're not nothing. We're fans. And we just like to get on our microphones and talk about this team that we love and interact with Raider Nation and uh, and hear and about how they love it and, and just talk about just all things Raiders, man. So, um, but every once in a while, we'll get access and we'll get opportunity that kind of goes a little bit above and beyond sure. what our fandom sure. would be. And so upcoming next week, Uncle Mosh, um, I'm very thankful. I got, uh, I applied for and got approved to be an accredited uh, media 
member for the upcoming Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. And the reason that I applied for it was that the Raiders coaches are going to be coaching the North team. So at the Senior Bowl, all the NCAA athletes that get invited to go to the Senior Bowl are coached by one of two NFL teams, usually teams that finish towards the bottom of the of the uh, of the of the pack in the NFL as far as records go, and usually it's teams that don't have a brand new head coach. So you got uh, Kyle Shanahan of the Niners and John Gruden of the Raiders are bringing uh, their staffs to Mobile to coach the team. So we're gonna go now. I can't be down there all week long. I got a job and a family and and other priorities, but I am gonna take a couple of days and go to the practices. And going to try to cover as much as I can, again, as a fan, Sure, try to cover as much of this as possible for you all. So I put up a, a, a list of the rosters of the players that the Raiders are going to coach. So it's on our Facebook. It's on my Facebook, and I shared it to our other, our other show pages. So check it out. And any questions that you all have that you want me to ask of any particular player, any players you want us to find, let me know. And, uh, and, we, and we will do that, and I will seek them out. Um, if you can, send me an email. That's always the best way. If you want to respond to the post, I'll find it that way as well. But it can really formalize it if you send me an email, and, and I'll definitely know and, and be able to see it then. So not only do we have the game and the Raiders' involvement in that way, Uncle Mosh, but also last year, Phil Villapiano was inducted into the Senior Bowl Hall of Fame. Right, right, which was a huge honor. Huge honor. And this year, another Raider. Yeah, is man. inducted, and it's a current Raider. Exactly. And it's one of our favorite it's Raiders. One, we talk about him every week. Absolutely. You want to tell me who it is? Go ahead. It's uh, Rodney Hudson. So it's our center. Rodney Hudson is going to be inducted into the Senior Bowl Hall of Fame. And look, I don't know when the ceremony is. I don't know what the... I don't know much about anything other than the the the, the schedule that I've been given. I've never been down there. I don't know how this stuff works. But anyways... If there's an opportunity for us to track down Rodney Hudson and put some Raiders fan radio microphones in front of him or, or a camera or whatever else, you betcha, uh, we're going we're gonna to do that. And we're going to definitely be on the prowl for as much Raider-related coverage as we could possibly get uh, to you all. Of course, Gruden is the golden goose. Sure, He's sure. the one that I would most want to get a minute with. Uh, but Mike Mayock is going to be down there, of course, and all the other uh, coaches as well. So, Well, you know, gonna- one, one thing, though, Murph, you got to be careful, though, because – Q Dog says, Murph, because <laughs> you just used the phrase you, to be on the prowl, okay? And Q Dog says, Murph, you have to wear an all white sweatsuit and strong <laughs> cologne to mobile. So I don't know that, you know, if you dress, if you, if you take Capo's, you know, yeah, his yeah, advice. Yeah. We might want to change that phrase on yeah, the prowl. Okay. All right, I won't be on the prowl for John Green then. I'll stalk him. Is that better? <laughs> he wanted to know if you're can bringing – he says, bring your overhead projector as well. Absolutely, yeah. And can I borrow your van? That way I can park out in front of the oh. hotel. Yeah. And I'll put the I'll, – I'll zoom in from my camera. Only oh, no, if you trailer my Harley with it. <laughs> yeah. There we go. But anyway, so yeah, so um, it should be really cool. So a couple things we got planned for sure. Uh so Kenny Stabler, uh, you know, that's where Kenny's been laid to rest. Is, Absolutely. Is down there in Mobile. And, uh, and his family still lives down there. And Alexis Stabler, his daughter, who you've heard on this show before, um, she is a sports agent. And she represents uh, a handful of players uh, from that area and abroad. Um, anyway, so I reached out to Alexa and told her that I was going to be in town for this. And she's been on the show a bunch. 
Uh, once. Yeah, well, I, I was had, twice. No, I had, you're thinking of maybe Andrew Villa. Oh, Pino. yes, I am. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. So, uh, but so Lex has been on once with us, and so she's gonna. Uh, she agreed to, to meet with me. We're gonna do an interview with her in person. Uh, I don't know where yet or any of that kind of stuff, but I know we're gonna we're gonna definitely have an interview with her, which will be great. Uh, I don't know if she's got players that are playing the game. I don't. I don't know what. We'll find out. Uh, and then also Matt Schneidman from the Mercury News. Uh, Perfect. Reach out to Matt. He's going to be down there covering the game, and so we're going to get together with Matt and probably have a little sit-down with him as well. We need to get a picture of uh, Kenny's final resting place, too. I will definitely That'd do that. Great. I will That'd definitely great. do that, yeah. yeah. Put, that on our, put that on our opening, man. Yeah. That'd be oh, awesome. Man, absolutely, yeah. I would def- definitely like to do that. So uh, so anyway, so we're going to, going to have a lot going on next week. So here's um, the last little bit I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about it is that uh, uh, our buddy, uh, Jeff the Titans fan, is going to be down there to kind of help me out. Now, Jeff is going to be... Uh, helping me out with our draft, helping us out with our right, draft right, coverage. Right. And then leading up to the draft, we're going to put together kind of a little draft guide. And Jeff is going to help me out with that. Well, Jeff was also available to help me out with the senior bowl because you're unable to go down. Yeah, no, I can't get away. You can't get away to get down there. So Jeff and, is going to jump and in. Jeff's and Jeff's a protege. Jeff, Jeff's a former student of mine, good, and who ended up being, now that he's in his 30s, good friend of both of ours, good friends with the family. I mean, it's just, Absolutely. we go way back. Absolutely. So it's it's a uh, and, 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 and he hasn't fallen far from the media tree. We'll just say that. No, no, he hasn't. Not yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a, he's got a, he's just like us. He's got a great face for radio. So uh, and he's you know he he takes orders well. He's got so, a beard. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Could be on Raiders fan radio without a beard. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so Jeff's gonna help me out with that. So it should be a lot of fun. So lots and lots of cool stuff to come for you all next week from the Senior Bowl. So get me those questions. Let me know what players you want me to find. Q Dog Josh Allen's not gonna be there. He withdrew from it. What's up, man? Your guy, the one guy I was hoping to find down there, uh, pulled it pulled out of there, uh, or the guy I wanted to look for mostly as far as players go. But anyways, he's not in it. So. We'll so, just have to see him at the so draft. So what's your motivation for going down there? What do you what do you think you're gonna do? Oh, what do I think I'm gonna do? Yeah. Here is latest draft. There's a draft! Today's our draft! Watch out for drafts. This is the NFL draft. The first draft. Look, I'm into a draft. He's going pro in the draft. You're going to the draft? Surefire first round draft pick. This draft looks solid. Good luck with the draft. They drafted me. Apparently you were drafted. I drafted you. I got drafted. Another successful draft. Yeah. Shallow draft. Draft. It's my third draft. You only get drafted once. Oh, it's draft day. Let's talk about the draft. This is gonna be the worst draft yet. It's our draft. You drafted me in the first round. Number one draft choice, signed a big contract. Excellent draft. Nash building. Nash building. Nash building. <laughs> so I played that because all this is leading up to the draft, baby. You're going down there. We're going to be talking about folks. We're going to be talking to folks. And it's all leading up to the draft. It's all leading up to the draft. And so, Mosh, our plans are starting to form a little bit. Of course, we're four months away from the NFL draft. And for those of you that don't know, Uncle Mosh and I are originally from the Bay Area. We're from San Jose, California. Uh, We've since relocated to Middle Tennessee. We took our Raider fandom out here with us. But we just live a stone's throw from Nashville. And that's where the 2019 uh, NFL draft is going to be. And so we're going to be all up in the draft. And so we're going to... 
have lots to come. Uh, again, we're going to have a draft guide kind of leading up that Jeff is going to uh, help me out with, and, and you as well, uh, filming some, some segments of different venues. In fact, I just recently, we've been talking to the first Tennessee ballpark folks. Right. That's where right. our minor league baseball team plays, and uh, I think we're going to be doing a little segment from there. We're just going to kind of go around to... Uh, different places around Nashville, different venues of significance. Nashville is all about venues, whether it's Bridgestone Arena, Nissan Stadium, the Ryman, the Grand Old Opry. Like there's there's venues all over that city. Exactly. And those venues is where the draft is going to be. There's going to be draft stuff going on at every single one of those venues. Ascend Amphitheater and all these places are within a mile of each other. Like yep. there's just yep. tons of stuff. So we're going to go to all those different venues and talk about them. So when you come to town, you know when they say we're going to do the NFL says we're going to do this at Ascend Amphitheater, you know, oh yeah, that's where Murph and and, and Mosh were at this place, or that's right, where Murph right, right. and Jeff were at this place. Whatever, that's what the, the idea is. Uh, and then plus we're going to find some uh, local watering holes and uh, and restaurants. We've been talking to uh, the folks that are Music City Raider Nation. There's a, a fan booster club here in town, and they have a place. It's not official yet, uh, but they have a place where they gather for games. I think we're going to do our meetup. I'm going to try to do, get our meetup there. I don't want to say anything yet because I want to plan any ideas in anybody's head, but I think we're going to try to get our meetup there, and that's where we'll live stream and all that good stuff. There will definitely be a spot. We just haven't, we're not ready to release it yet. Exactly. And there's, there's a, some stuff coming out. So, that brings me to a that brings me to uh, an email, an early email that we okay. got, and it says, "Hey, Murph, Uncle Mosh, iPatch, writing in with a question. Well, a few questions. I, along with hopefully a lot of listeners of your show, will be there in Nashville for the draft. I'm really looking forward to maybe meeting and hooking up with you guys. Maybe Q Dog, if he really is going, and what other Raider Nation followers that will attend." I already booked a room in Franklin, that's a little sleepy town just south of Nashville a bit, and it was a lot cheaper. I booked it for Wednesday through Saturday. My question is, do I need a ticket to go to the draft on Thursday and Friday? If so, are they sold there? Can, you, can they be purchased there the day of? If not, how would I get them? If you have any knowledge of how they can be purchased, I'd appreciate any info. Thanks ahead for any help you can provide. Looking forward to a fun weekend. Sincerely, iPatch. All right, great stuff. So that's a great uh, series of questions, and uh, I'm glad you brought that up because we've gotten a lot of questions from a lot of folks, and uh, we're, we're flattered that you want our show to be part of your draft experience. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on around the draft, and the idea that you know our, that our little podcast is going to be part of, of of that is is really really cool. So we're going to honor that best we can by. Again, coming up with a good spot for a, for a listener meetup uh, for our live stream and whatnot. So as far as the actual event itself, we don't know and no one knows because the NFL hasn't released that information yet. Now, the good thing that I will leave you with is this. You can go to NFLonlocation.com. If you need to rewind this and listen to it again, I'll just say it again anyways. It's NFLonlocation.com, and then it's slash NFL draft, okay? So you can go to that website, and we've done this already. We have. You go to that website, and you can register for updates. So they haven't released. Again, no venues have been released yet. No tickets have been, are on sale. None of that stuff is available. But if you go to this website and you sign up, 
they will send you a notification when that stuff is opened up and then you can go and act on it. Now, based on last year's draft, it was about mid-February when those things came up. So go to that website, register, and then we'll keep you notified as much as we can, but also check into it on your own as well. I would encourage you to because this stuff is going to go quick. We have the good fortune is that we're down the street, so we don't have to worry about lodging and all that kind of stuff. We just need to get in. So uh, so for, for those of you that are building trips around this thing and vacations and all that, definitely tap into that and, 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 and keep up with those updates best you can, and then we'll do best we can to keep you updated on our end. And then um, last thing th- that I would have on it is, is this, Uncle Mosh, is that um, – You know, he mentioned in the email he's staying in Franklin. Uh, Franklin is 30 minutes, not even. Not even. From Nashville, there's Murfreesboro, there's Hendersonville, there's Gallatin, there's all these little, when you look at the map of Nashville, Nashville is not a hard place to get into. Nope. You can stay in these outer lying little communities that are loaded with hotels, they're loaded with restaurants, especially a place like Franklin. It is a completely loaded with things to do. So you cannot stay in Nashville proper downtown and avoid paying $500 a night if you can even get one now right, for a hotel right. room, stay in a place outside of town and take a quick Uber in. It's not that big of a deal. And, and even some of the surrounding Nashville proper properties, like over by West End, over by Vanderbilt Stadium, yes. you can get the – there's a bunch within Na- – Nashville takes up a lot of space. Yes. If you don't want to be just right downtown, there's other things within Nashville. And then as you expand, Hendersonville, you know, Franklin – Lebanon, there's a ton of them out there. So you can go within within town and keep that as well. Absolutely. You know, Uncle Mosh, great point, because there are so many places to stay. And Nashville has how many universities in it? Oh, my gosh. Is it seven? Six, six or seven. Yeah, at least. Like, and that's like legit universities. In legit universities you know, in the city. Uh, Vanderbilt, you know, in the SEC. And Vanderbilt. Belmont, Lipscomb. Fisk. Uh, Fisk. Treveca. Uh, Treveca. I mean, there's TSU. A, CSU. Right, right, right. TSU. I mean, uh, There's a ton of them. There's a ton of them. So, you know, so there's a lot of places to stay. There's a lot of lodging down there. So anyway, so anywhere you can stay in Nashville, go for it. And uh, and stay tuned to Raiders Fan Radio for continued updates. And uh, thanks for letting us be part of your draft experience. Saddle up, little buckaroos. Raiders fans are for life. Other podcasts have taken the long dirt nap. But you've got Raiders Fan Radio. We're the wagon you've hitched your horses to. Mosey along with us as we ride out of the light and ride off into the dark side. Raider Ramon says, I got a tent for your lawn. <laughs> that's all. If he only knew I lived on 13 acres. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. That's for, yeah, hey, you could, yeah, you could have everybody. No. We could have a, just have a big camp. We could all camp at Mosh's house. I really like this wife. You could, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, but uh, speaking of Raider Ramon, thank you for everybody joining us in the chat. I can't scroll up, but thank you. Just win Johnny, Raider Critique, Art Rodriguez. I like it. Spooky. Uh, of course, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Robert's in there. Coach Randy Hanson. Thank you, Coach, for joining us. Uh, Chris Rubio. Uh, thanks very much for those of you that uh, that uh, that engage with us here <laughs> Coach, on the chat. Coach Hanson says, okay, I better shut up before the NFL securities tracks me down. <laughs> <laughs> love that guy, He's man. He's the best. I love him. Coach Hanson is the best.
best. Hey, what's speaking of coaches and 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 stuff? Yeah, what's going on in Vegas? All right, so uh, this week, Uncle Mosh, the Raiders broke ground on their new facility in Henderson, Nevada. And Henderson is like all those cities we just talked about sure, that sure. are kind of um, subsets of Nashville. Henderson is is a you know a, 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 an outlying city to Las Vegas. Now Henderson was announced a year ago as that as the city that was going to have the Raiders headquarters and practice facility. Right. Right. And so we reached out back then we reached out to a lady that is the economic or she's the director of economic development for the city of Henderson, Nevada. And her name is Barbara coffee. And if you go back and look for episode number 66 of Raiders fan radio, if you have the app, you have every episode we've ever made. So if you have, if you have an Android phone, download the app and just scroll down you'll find episode 66. The rest of you might have to look on YouTube, but anyways, look for 66. Barbara coffee does a great job of detailing the, uh, idea of Henderson, why the Raiders picked Henderson, what's the economic impact to Henderson, right. what is going to be in Henderson, like kind of the whole conceptual thing around Henderson is what Barbara uh, uh, talks about on, on, on that interview. So definitely go back and check that out. Uh, and then also we have for you this, you know, we mentioned a few weeks ago how the Las Vegas Review Journal is turning into a very, very good uh, source of Raiders news of immediate Raiders news, of immediate Raiders coverage, uh, frankly, more so than a lot of the Bay Area Absolutely. papers and things are now. And so uh, so let's go to the Las Vegas Review-Journal and, uh, and let's hear from them and their audio coverage of the event. Hey there, Vegas Nation. I'm Cassie Soto, joined by Ed Graney, and we are in Henderson, the future home of the Las Vegas, but we can call them the Henderson Raiders for now because that's where we're at. Uh, the groundbreaking of their future facilities, practice facilities, headquarters. Ed, uh, is this what you can picture? Can you even picture this right now being a massive Raiders headquarter? I can't picture it there, but I look at the renderings on the wall and I can certainly picture it. It's going to be, it's going to be beautiful. Three practice fields, an indoor practice field, their facility, you know, they're, they're up in Alameda where we are a lot covering the Raiders. That's a beautiful facility too. It's not that old either. So in essence, they're going to be able to bring a lot of that stuff down here, the weights, uh, the tables, the chairs, all of that. So I can see this going up really fast. You and I both know they build things fast in Vegas. This will go up on time. I don't have any doubt about that. And it's going to be something It's going to be really beautiful out here. And really this is kind of for the media side of things. This is where they'll be mostly anyway. I mean, it's it's nice to go to games on Sunday, but this is where these guys live. They eat, they train, they do everything here. So this is kind of their home. I know everyone thinks the stadium is, but this is really their home. Well, they might have picked up some tabs from the Golden Knights because I overheard Mark Bedane, president of the Raiders, say that there will be an area inside for fans to come in. How exciting is that for fans to get the opportunity to see these guys up close and personal? It's huge. I mean, the one thing we've definitely learned from this team, and we heard about it before we started covering them on a daily basis with Michael Gelkin up there in the Bay Area and us, the Vegas, uh, welcoming the Raiders to be the Las Vegas Raiders, was about their fans. They have not disappointed as bad as the season was this year, and it was bad and they weren't very good. Still, they're the most passionate fan base I've ever been around. So the fact that you can tell them that they're going to be able to come here and interact with players, it'll be full every day. It's amazing. They'll follow their team anywhere. They'll support them anywhere, and I don't think this is going to be any different. And how neat do you think it is that the Raiders are really trying to get their alumni a part of this? You know, even though they played, you know, many years ago, they still want to incorporate them into the Raiders organization. 
Everything I've been to, whether it be Napa for training camp, the stadium groundbreaking, this groundbreaking, they always have the alumni here. There's no, I would, I would challenge any team in sports at all that treats their alumni better or brings their alumni mm -hmm. in and Amen. makes them part of this. Uh, you know, whether it be Plunkett, all the way down to guys you might not know their names. They're at all these events and they do an incredible job bringing their alumni into this. And what are you most excited for? I know we asked about all these other guys. What are you looking forward to, Ed? Exactly what you are. What's the media room going to look like? <laughs> How good's the wireless? What's our what's our facility like? We, what we, kind of food we're are we? Selfish people. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean I, I'm excited. You know, we're going to be here every day too, and you know you want a good work area, and um, I know why they have the indoor facility coming up because it's going to be really hot some days, as you and I both know in the summer. Um, you know, it's it's accessible freeway wise, and uh, I think it's going to be beautiful. I like the one up in Alameda. You have to get on a plane to get there, but it's a really nice facility. And I looking at the renderings, this is going to be even nicer. <laughs> well, we look forward to seeing what they can wireless. offer us, right? <laughs> if that's good, we can work anywhere. Right. Well, Ed, thank you. We look forward to, you know, being back here and maybe something will be built behind us the next time we're back here. Thanks, Cass. All right, for Vegas Nation, he's Ed Graney. I'm Cassie Soto. Thanks for watching. Man, that's awesome, man. That is just so that's cool, cool stuff, isn't that, it? You know? Yeah. Uh, one thing they didn't touch on, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and flip this to you, but yeah. Spooky brought it up as well. Uh, I like it, Spooky, in the chat. He brought up that there was no Mark Davis there, but... You know what? Our our owner was doing a really classy thing, man. And it, and, and, it, and it ties in with exactly what they were saying about former players and about about how they how, how they still treat each other and how they treat us. So tell us where Mark Davis was. Yeah, the, the, so um sadly that uh Atkinson family, George Atkinson former of course, uh, you know, famous Raider defensive back, legendary defensive back. Uh, his son Josh passed away, and uh, and there were services uh, for Josh being held, and that's where Mark Davis was. He wasn't there for the groundbreaking of this new groundbreaking, for lack of a better word, uh, facility. He was attending, uh, you know, the services of a of a uh, you know. Um, it's one of the fallen uh, family, man. Gosh, man, and it's such a, you know, it's sad, and you know, it's. Um, Gosh, I don't even want to say. I mean, it's it's, you know, no one should ever have to go through that. And it's unfortunate that Absolutely. you know we as in our family have had to, um, you We've know, dealt with it. Yeah, and it's and it sucks. And so the idea that somebody like you know, that's not it's not even your boss. It's like you're just he's in a you know what I mean. Like Mark Davis is how many removed from George Atkinson, but it's oh my gosh, completely family still. You know what I mean? Like For sure. this wasn't Al, it was Mark. And so the fact that that the Raiders treat the alumni with the respect and the reverence that they do. It's just it's unmatched in sports, frankly. And, and, and you know, and, and I I don't know, I, I I can't guarantee it, and and I am total one hundred percent percent speculating, but I guarantee you, Mark Davis wasn't the only former Raider oh, there. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. You know, he absolutely. just he wasn't, he wasn't. And, absolutely, you know, there were others. Yeah, absolutely. I totally totally agree with you. And so yeah, that's um so good good reason for him to not be there. Uh, but yeah, the, all, by all accounts, these facilities are going to be amazing. During the video there, you could see the renderings of the different buildings and the outdoor fields and all of that. And it's going to be, I mean, it's just going to be gorgeous. It's going to, you know, finally, the Raiders are going to have a top-notch, state-of-the-art facility, something that Al worked towards, you know, literally his whole life uh, to get. Uh, so it was also mentioned in the chat, Uncle Mosh. And, uh, you know, it kind of kind of got my attention there as well uh vegas nation huh what no yeah, no I, I, I guess that's the name of their little show and I, I they can't call it raider nation because raider nation is a the raiders own the term raider nation sure so you can't use the term raider nation but call it vegas nation i'm like mm. we never called it oakland nation or la nation 
No. No, it's Raider Nation. It's Raider Nation. So, I don't know. I kind of get where they're going with that, but I don't know. Things are changing, Uncle Mosh. No, we don't like change. We don't need no stinking badges. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's speak of change. Let's move on. Let's change segments and go right right into our favorite. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He's thrown. It is. So you know what that music means. That music means it's time for a Sea of Fans Mailbag where you guys call in and hopefully don't get nabbed by the three-minute <laughs> <laughs> the three minute beast. And if you have a really great call, it's a... Uh, Sizzler. 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 Wow. So, as usual, Q-Dog, our capo, yes. kicks it off, shows people what it's like to be a Sizzler on a multi a multi award-winning sizzler call, and uh, he's got a pretty good take this week as well. Absolutely. Let's go here. Call from the capo. Greetings, Aaron. Q-Dog Raider. Coming to you once again from the east side. Murph, Mosh, Sunny, Little Murph, Nation, salutations. Um, Let's get to it. We're nomads again, historically speaking. Uh, Raiders have always been nomadic peoples, and it's not looking like we're going to have a home solidified in the very near future. Um, Once again, our... uh, well, Quaffed owner, Mr. Davis, has uh, went to the four-letter network to uh, dispel any kind of talk scheduled for this week with the uh, Coliseum Board of Directors in order to hash out that $7.5 million, uh deal in order for us to be back in Oakland, Alameda Coliseum. And I'm listening to all kinds of rumblings about us playing at London. Not a fan of that idea, of course. It might be a home advantage for us, you know, four games on, four games away, four games on. Listen, I'm not going over to watch a game. I'm sure it's a great experience. Not hearing great things about the food. The beer might be good, but you know what? It's not enough to get me over there to root for the silver and black. I'll hold it down stateside. Other things that we need to discuss uh, real quickly. Our staff are going to be coaching the Senior Bowl next week. Pay attention, Nation. Uh, might be some diamonds in the rough, and I'm hearing in the later rounds that we might just make some hay. We brought on Mike Mayock, and we brought him for a reason to evaluate that late-round talent. That's where drafts are won. Pay attention. We need to converge in Nashville. That's not a joke. Make your plans and arrangements. We need to go ahead and go offline and find some way in order for us to make this event a reality. Raider Nation, we need to converge. we got to get to Nashville. This is going to be – I can't emphasize this enough. If you've ever been to a draft, no other experience like it. No set on that. The hit list is a very special hit list this week. Walt Coleman. Maybe you don't remember Walt Coleman. He is the referee who is responsible for the He's retiring after the Pro Bowl. I don't even have a clip big enough to hold around and quadruple, double, million tap, Google tap his career. He screwed us over in 2001. He should never be forgiven. That name, Walt Coleman. He is the worst. Got to wrap this up. It's late for me making my calls. 5.34 Eastern time. And Michael Wilbon. Michael Wilbon still sucks. Sorry about that. All right. Let's go back to the maid, man. Roof. Great job, as Dude. always, Capo Q-Dog. Great job. Oh, my so, gosh. You know, look, so we, I, uh, look, even though he's the Capo, and I usually, like, I agree with him, like, 99% of the time. Yeah, yeah. I would like London. I'm, I'm still kind of on board with that. I mean, I, 
you know, we'll support him stateside too. But I, I think that Raider Nation is strong enough over there to to definitely, uh, you, you know, make it an an effective use of the the opportunity. You know what I mean? I don't think that like I think it's strong over there. I think that that would be that would be pretty cool. But you know, every week, Mosh, we hear a new place. Like it's I swear, oh my gosh, it's like every week we hear the Raiders are gonna. I, at this point, I don't think they nor we nor anybody knows where they're going to be. Nope, I mean, nope. it's literally up in the air for like five, maybe. I think there's a couple that just don't make sense, like San Antonio. Like really, like if you're going to go that far, you might as well just go to London. You know what I mean? Like sure. there's a couple that just kind of don't make sense. Um, but for the, you know, Angel Stadium, that one really didn't make sense to me. If you're going to go to Southern California, you just go to San Diego. You know what I mean? Uh, the NFL doesn't want three teams in Los Angeles. You know what right, I mean? Especially right. when we're the most popular one. So there's a couple of them that don't make sense, but Levi Stadium makes sense. Playing another year in Oakland makes sense. You know, um, uh, the AT&T Park where the Giants play makes sense. You know, there's there's a lot of them, I think, that kind of make sense, and I think that, that London's one of them. So I don't know. Could could definitely be interesting there. So It would be it would be cool to go there. You know, it would be, it would be cool yeah, to go, man. you know? Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, uh, Spooky says they're going to go play on Uncle Mosh's thirteen acres. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So speaking of speaking of over the pond and the big, oh, and the big yeah. puddle jumper, yeah, man, we are. Go. This is this is the segue segment, I'm man. Hey, and you know what else too? We are motoring through this episode. Yeah, it's about time. We're never ahead of schedule, like except for tonight. Knock on wood. Okay, yeah, okay. No, I shouldn't have said that. So <laughs> this this. Well, first... I got to tell you a story for eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. Okay, anyway. Of course you do. (laughs) (laughs) So Paul, our brother from Shopshire, Mississippi, calls in and says, Hey, fellas, hope you're well. Another week over and another week closer to the new season. Right on, Paul. How great was it to see the new facility in Henderson? It looks outstanding, and the stadium is really taking shape as well. Really exciting stuff. And, man, I want one of those Raiders shovels. The playoffs continue at a pace. The fool in Dallas continues to act like a clown. In fact, he's probably the second highest paid clown now just behind Ronald McDonald. I love it. The San Diego baby maker is back home doing what he does best. But but the Kansas City cheats problem remains. Come on, Brady. You owe us a favor. I love it. I've seen a few Raiders fans on social media saying they'll pull for the cheats over the Pats. What? Now everybody has a right to their own opinion, but this reasoning goes over my head. I don't understand how any Raider Nation can hate the Patriots more than KC. I'm with you, Paul. KC, it's very strange to me. I get the tuck rule history, but come on, guys. Looking forward to the show as ever. It's the highlight of the week, bar none. Love you, Raider Nation. Love you guys, and thank you. Paul from Shopshire, Mississippi. Awesome. Thank you, Paul. Great email, as always. So a couple things uh that he touched on there you know i'm not going to get into a rant even though we have time i'm going to give us a mini rant on on why you know what i'm going to i know exactly what you're saying it go it goes back to numbers don't freak out don't freak out raider nation but it goes back to numbers (laughs) and the only numbers we're talking about are twos right when you get your butt whipped twice a year right Uh hit it murph all right so listen to the idea to the sentiment that people are rooting for the Chiefs over the Patriots, or even last week rooted for the the, the Chargers over the, the Patriots. Look, I fully understand your hatred for Tom Brady. Q-Dog mentioned Walt Coleman and all that. I get it. But Tom Brady wasn't the one that threw that, that, that 
made the call. Walt Coleman was. Tom Brady didn't kick the field goal. Adam Vinatieri did. Why doesn't anybody hate Adam Vinatieri? He's the one that ripped your freaking heart out. It wasn't Tom Brady. It was Adam Vinatieri. No one's rooting for the Colts to lose. Here's what my point is, Raider Nation. Look, and I've gotten a lot of feedback this week on Twitter, and there are some great points. Some people are saying, look, uh, I don't want the Patriots to get so many Super Bowls that we as the Raiders can't ever catch them. All right, I kind of get that. And looking off, I'll, I'll always say this, the way, however your fandom manifests in you, all good, man. As long as you're passionate about this team, that's all we care about. There's not that's a right, right way, a wrong right. way. There's no true fans. There's no real fans. If you're a fan, you're a fan. And so if you root for one team over the other that's not the Raiders, then have at it. But as terms of bragging rights over your division rivals that to me comes first and foremost over everything yep more than the Steelers more than the Patriots more than the Niners more than the Cowboys more than the Ravens more than you name it the first and foremost to me it's the three people in our division now you can mix up that order however you want for me it's the Broncos I hate them most Chiefs are there and then the Chargers after that but whatever that order is you should always want to see them fail first and foremost and see them fail miserably watching the Chargers get their ass handed to them by Tom Brady was glorious absolutely Phil Phil Rivers the guy that I should have just mentioned his name makes fun of you Raider Nation he makes fun of you as a fan. He makes fun of our team. You can't root for that guy. Tom Brady doesn't even know you exist. Philip Ravers hates your guts. That's the guy you're supposed to root against. The guy that talks like a frog and is a quarterback of the freaking <laughs> Chiefs, the guy that's going to win the MVP, that's the guy that you root against. Don't. You can't root for him, man. Don't support the Chiefs. What's the matter with you? But whatever, you do your thing, and I'll get wound up and sweat my face off here, and just uh, just drive me nuts, Mark. Hey, Murph, get it. Murph, uh, Murph, yes, Murph. Yes, Murph. Yes. God dang, I hate them, man. I hate those. Fr- not hey, to- so going back to our next email. Oh, wait, hold on. I got one more thing. <laughs> okay, one last thing. Uh, in the chat, uh, they were talking about Texas because I said it wouldn't work, San Antonio. That's not a shot at the Raider Nation in Texas. No way. No way. We love them. Aside from Southern California, we have a huge representation of listeners in Texas. This is not a shot at Texas Raider Nation. No way. What I'm saying is that if they're going to play outside of the Bay Area, they're going to keep their offices still (laughs) in the Bay Area. So if they're going to have to travel for a road game, or which all your home games now are going to be road games, if you're going to have to travel... Make it makes sense to travel to Southern California than it is to travel to Texas. You get that's a whole long way to go. If you're going to go that far, then you might as well just go to London. And that's what. And if they do that, they're going to have their offices temporary in London. So Texas is just kind of in the middle there. It's sure. kind of in no man's sure. land. So that, my comment was had nothing to do with the fans. There had everything to do with the actual logistics and of it. Our next uh, our next email that came in would love to see them. Hey, why they're in London? Why don't they just go uh, go on over to? Italy. Hey, the Canary that's, Islands. That's right. Hey, brothers, it's the Italian Raider-born Rico here writing you again this 2019. Yes, sorry it's late, but I was too busy eating too much. I love this guy. I can't <laughs> be more happy to have Mayock as a GM because what we were trying to do here is getting the most professionals and passionate human beings in the organization. I love it. The process start moving after hiring the most passionate coach worldwide. We have a committed draft guy for our GM now. I love it. Okay, fellas, I want to give some hate for the 2019. I want to give all my hate to the media. 
as always, they're spitting in our food all the time. And for them, they are for, excuse me. (laughs) He's the matter. You can't read Italian. All this talk about food got me crazy. (laughs) They're a bunch of unprofessional journalists. List is long anyway, but you know who they are. Example, Stephen A. Who? Uh, I want to give all my hate to the players they give up during the hard time. Bunch of pussycats. You know who you are. (laughs) Example, Bruce. I got better things to do, Irvin. Dominique just quit Cromartie. (laughs) Mr. Pooper for being faking it from 2015. (laughs) I want to give all my hate to that guy who hide behind his sport agent for a fistful of dollars. You know who you are. (laughs) Got a little whack. (laughs) <laughs> I want to give all my hate to all the people that are not more Raider fans anymore. You'll be missed. Bye-bye. And as always, I want to give all my hate to the rest of the 31 teams in the NFL because you better start worrying about getting hurt against us on the field during this upcoming season. But I want to give all my love to the Raider organization for the most entertaining even in the crap moments, come on, who else can have a badass stadium inside the Sid, inside of Sin City? My love to all the players. Keep fighting during the season despite the losses, but most of all, I want to give all my love to all the nation, the one and only, including the people part of the podcast with no exclusions, and of course, Mikey. And <laughs> in fact, we are so important that you make me finally decide who is who is my Mount Mush, my Mount Rushmore, the, f- oh, the okay. father, the creator, Al Davis. Yeah, that's the one. most underrated Raider, Sir John Madden. Okay, the, the human Raider flag, Howie Long. Okay, and last, the Raider fan. Oh yeah, us because we are Aww. the real number twelve, not the Seagulls. Wow. That's strong right That's there, good. brother. I like it. And historically and periodically, the most committed fans ever, and there is no other nation because, again, you cannot be born a donkey outside of Denver. <laughs> I'm living proof of a worldwide proper nation, and we are all thanks to our silver and black unity. Thanks again, guys. I wish all the best for you and all the guys calling and writing on the show, all the made men, and, of course, our capo, and all their families because it's an honor and proud to be a Raider. P.S. You need to step some mud. <laughs> you need to step some mud before walking on a red carpet, and we going in that direction. Let's keep believing and looking forward at another great year. Strong, strong wow, email. Sheesh, awesome, man. Good job man. there, Rico. 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 Rico in the Canary Islands, love it, my friend. Great job on the so, email. So much to get to there, Mosh. I know where to start. Man, so Canary Islands. Rico's calling from the Canary Islands. You know, we, we talk about it, and we, we, we say that we're a nation and, and all this, but we really are. We really are all over the place. And, and one of the things that we did uh, a couple weeks ago, we were number three broadcast in Costa Rica. That's right. That's absolutely right. Right. Yeah. I love it. We, uh, I love it. We're all about being the international Raiders podcast. Absolutely. Hey, so I got one more one more email to all read. Right, go ahead. And, and this one's different. This one comes from Facebook. Okay. It says, uh, it says, hey, Murph, just finishing up listening to episode 111. Great work as always. Before I get into my Raider fandom, I just thought I'd point out three big ones that you missed. Three. All right. Ready? Okay. Three, number one, world championships. All right, fair enough. Been a Raider fan for as long as I can remember. There's a picture of me at about two or three years old in a Tatum shirt. And I'm 50 now, LOL. 
Nothing burns me more than hearing other teams refer to themselves as nation. Well, you know what? There's only one nation, and that's my email address, one nation only at yahoo.com. That's pretty cool. I've been to a game in Oakland. I've met players after the game, and among all the autographs I have, I have Rich Gannon and John Gruden on a mini helmet. I went to back to back home games at the Coliseum against the Broncos, the final season, and the wild card playoff game. And I bought season's tickets to the Chargers just so I could sell all the rest of the games and go to the Raiders game. <laughs> I love the tagline, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. But I created a fan pick because people seem to forget about L.A. in the equation. So here's my version of the Oakland slash Bermuda Triangle. It's called the Raider Nation Black Hole Triangle. And I'm holding it up to the camera right now. But what it is is it's a it's a our, the Raider Shield, and it's a picture of the state of California, and it has a triangle drawn from the Bay Area to L.A. to Vegas, and it is really cool. That, that is, is a, way that would cool. be an awesome patch. Oh really yeah, cool. it sure would. Yeah, it sure really would. Cool. Or a sticker, absolutely. That'd yeah. be very very cool. So as you can see there, the name Jeff Barnett. Thank you, Jeff, for the for the message that came across uh, via Facebook. So, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier at the top of the show, uh, I try to keep up with those messages, but those are fast and furious, especially on the posts and things. So, uh, if if I miss you there on a Facebook message, because uh, whether it's a message to me or it's to the show or to the network or whatever, there's, they're all over the place. Uh, so, I try to keep up with those best I can. Um, and and if I catch one like that, I'll feature it like we did tonight. Uh, with, with Jeff. So thank you for that, that message. That's a, that's a great one. And you know, it is, it's kind of funny. Um, you would never think that Los Angeles as the Raiders would be underrepresented. Um, but I guess we're kind of far enough away from that now that it does feel like it gets lost at times. It does, except for our fans, because we draw so so many many. of our, our fan base out of SoCal, you know, and it's, and that's, what's awesome. That's what's really awesome. And you know what I've found too, Mosh, is that a lot of folks that even that live in other parts of the country, they're from Los Angeles. Like the, the Raider, you know what I mean? Like they're Raider fans uh, that grew up in Los Angeles and right, now right. live wherever and just took their fandom. Like what we did, we were from sure. the Bay Area, but sure. but I've, I've found that like there's a lot of L.A. fans that aren't even in L.A. anymore. So, uh, yeah, definitely a, a, a proud uh, time for, for, for Raider nation, uh, and, and for the, the, the fans of that team. And, you know, and it really too about, and I'll say this real fast. Also the, the Los Angeles Raiders were, and I was really young back then when they first moved, it was, you know, you were a little bit older, uh, but it was, you know, in, in the early eighties when they moved, um, it being in Los Angeles, they kind of transcended outside of sports, you know, when like when you watch the movie, for all the, those of you that are old enough to remember when NWA became a thing and, and Ice Cube right, and all right, that right. stuff. And then if you and if you weren't old enough to remember it in the moment, watch the movie straight out of Compton. They say it in the movie. What are you going to do with the money? And he goes, I'm going to go buy Raider gear like the, the, the Raiders transcended from being a football thing to being a fashion thing to being uh, you know what i mean they, they it was a pop culture reference to wear a raider hat to wear a starter jacket to whatever it was it meant something else besides just hey i'm a fan of this football team and so i think when that happened that the significance of that and when that happened in los angeles again it was it was a big deal for our football team so so anyway so good good stuff there and uh and definitely want to celebrate the los 
Los Angeles version of our Raiders for sure. Right All on. right. Uh, next up. So uh, speaking of Texas, um, as we mentioned a little bit ago, we're the kings of segues today, Uncle Mosh. Let's go hear from our buddy Houston, Raider Steve. Hey, Uncle Mosh. Hey, Murph. Great show as always. Houston Raider Steve. I remember that game uh, for Super Bowl. I was uh, living in the old neighborhood. Grandparents were over. They were wondering why the heck I was a Raiders fan. And I thought, why aren't you a Raiders fan? I remember that touchdown when uh, old man Willie ran it all the way back and iced the game. I was running around the room and everything and uh, yelling Raiders. and Couldn't believe it. All these years watching the Raiders, they finally won their first Super Bowl. remember that clear as day. Uh, as a side note, this is kind of interesting. I've got uh, – there's a sports bar in downtown Houston called The Flying Saucer. After you drink 200 different beers from around the world, they put your plate up on the wall. My plate is on the on the uh, upstairs bar. My inscription is my name, of course, and then it says the autumn wind with the Raiders shield. And then I thought, wait a minute, there's a flying saucer over in another uh, area of town called Sugarland, which is southwest of Houston. That one has that plate. Uh, oh, the the plate downtown in Houston I just talked about uh, it was plate number 1976, which is the year that they the season before they won that first Super Bowl. So I thought that's really ironic. My second plate for my uh, 200 more beers is over at the Sugarland Sugar Flying Saucer hanging over the bar. It says uh, Raiders Vikings to score Super Bowl XI and then my name hanging over the bar. I've retired from drinking beer now pretty much. I get to drink you know, beer once in a while, but I enjoy a drink. But I'll never forget that, man, that first Super Bowl win. That was uh, put the Raiders on the map. I'm, I'm really lucky. I've seen all three Super Bowl wins, so I can identify with Raider Nation. Unfortunately, some of my friends only got to see the last Super Bowl. Uh, that they lost to the uh, they're still the Buccaneers. Was, <laughs> yeah. you know, lost to Bruden, but, you know, anyway, that was the um, players from uh, the, the coach, the Hall of Fame coach. I'm sorry, I forgot his name right away. But anyway, great show. God bless, and go Raiders. We're going to be back. Hey, man, it would be great if they played down there at uh, Jack Murphy and everything. Ran into somebody on uh, eBay. Their father was, the, uh, they've been a season ticket holder since 1960, and their father designed the first uniforms that the Raiders wore. Cool. Over there, first season in Oakland, 1960. Thanks. Great job, Steve. I love the history. Yeah, man. That Steve brings to his calls. Uh, always a great job. Always a great caller. In fact, we got another one from Steve uh, coming up in just a little bit. But man, 200 beers at a clip there. I hope. I hope that took you. <laughs> At least a hundred visits, <laughs> probably less though. Two hundred different beers. Two hundred different, different beers. Yeah, two hundred different beers. Yeah, and, and uh, if you and, and, and you know me, if I get one that I like, I'm not stopping at one. No, no. And I think I, I was just as funny. Mosh and I haven't been drinkers for for, for a while. Uh, I'm coming up on. Uh, three years of, wow. of sobriety of, of of not having anything to drink, and uh, I. But back in the day, like in my full go, when oh. you and I were sitting on the sitting porch. on the porch, man, putting down mini kegs. I'm trying to think, like, how long would it have taken us to go through 200 beers? About four hours. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have been long. It really wouldn't have been that many. Weekends. And we're like. Go wake her up. See if she'll go to the store. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Absolutely. Good good times. Good stuff there, Steve. So, uh, all right. Next up, Uncle Mosh. All right. Let me preface this call. All right. Uh, I said something last week that I now feel horribly bad about. (laughs) I said uh, 
in terms of our made men, if you call the show three times and get your voicemail featured on the show three times, we refer to you as a made man. Right. Uh, and and so we have our, a, a list now of, I don't know, 15, 16 people now uh, that are that are that are made men on the show. And of course, we appreciate every single one of you. And and uh, really, it was one of the things early on in our show that we really liked doing because it. It you know it made it, people it that listen to it part, the fandom. Yeah. It made a part of what we do instead sure. of just us talking. It made you part of of the show. So uh, I made mention last week about how if we hadn't heard from you in a while, can you lose your made man status? And uh, your and I said you know I'll leave it to you and, and and Aaron. You guys decide. And you said no, it's for life. It's just like being a Raider fan. It's right. for life. You you earn the title and then that's it. And in retrospect, I agree with you, and I should have never even brought it up. And now I feel terrible for even bringing it up because of this call. And first off, thank you for calling Junior in San Diego. We hadn't heard from him in a while, but he calls and left, uh, called us back and uh, left us this. Hey, what's up, guys? Junior from San Diego. I just got done hearing the, the podcast. First of all, a couple weeks back, three or four weeks ago, you guys tried to take away my main man status. <laughs> And now, because you guys think that we're not listening as fans of the radio station because we're not calling in to verify that we are, now you're trying to take it away. But uh, it's up to you guys. I just want to let you know that just because I don't call in, it doesn't mean I don't listen, and I'm not waiting for the next episode uh, each week and each time you guys uh, make one. But uh, go Raiders, and this is just to verify that every week uh, I am a loyal fan and main man from San Diego. All right, guys. Go Raiders. <laughs> well, Junior, I you don't punch a time awful. clock here, bro. I feel awful. <laughs> I feel awful. What a jerk I am. Do you you're, even bring you're it a up? little bit of a putz, but um, that's all right. Yeah. That's all right. You're uh, learning. We're learning. learning. We're learning. All right. So, yeah, no, yeah. Junior, we are not taking nah, away man, your we love you, chatter. Junior. We appreciate Thank, you. Yeah, great to hear from you. And uh, for those of you that, that still listen to us and, and aren't part of the show as much as you'd like to be or we would like you to be, we we appreciate every single one of you. And we just miss you guys. I miss hearing from Junior. Absolutely. I miss hearing from, Absolutely. from Johnny and all, whoever, you know, that we miss hearing from those guys. So that was the only reason that I brought it up. But shame on me. I take it all back, and and, and you're the man, Junior, and appreciate, appreciate you calling. All right, so speaking of made men, Uncle Mosh, we have a new made man this week. No kidding. Yeah, made man. Uh, so for the first time, uh, he's going to get his third message played here on Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, and it's the go. just a quick question. Yeah. Is he our first one? Is he our first made man from the new house? I think you're right. Absolutely. That's a great point. And uh, you look over Uncle Mosh's, uh, his left, your right, and looking at him shoulder. Yeah, it's the other one. That's oh, the other one? Yeah. It's uh, that sign there. It says, Welcome to Las Vegas Raiders. That was sent to us by uh, uh, loyal Raiders fan radio listener, Ruben. And so, yes, Ruben is the first made man, I believe, from the state of Nevada. And so here's his third call, and let's play it. Hey, guys. Ruben from Vegas. Just saw the last episode 111. All the sign that you guys sent you guys tonight. Um, also, thanks a lot. Uh, a couple episodes back, all that you guys gave me a scissor before I sent the sign. Uh, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. And another thing is, I saw the post uh, of the sign that Murph put up, and it's like there's always going to be negativity out there. And as a lifelong Raider fan, I would love for them to be in Oakland, stay in Oakland. That's how they were born. That's how I became a Raider fan from the history. Uh, growing up, hearing my uncle tell me stories about the history of the Raiders, and you know, but we gotta look to the future, guys. So, you know, all this stuff—the last episode of 111 with the the 
Dr. Uh, Eric or Rudy, whatever the guy's name is, I don't know what his name is, all the fashion about the Raiders. I mean, I pass by, I live in Vegas right now, and I pass by that stadium every day almost, and it still hasn't really sunk in yet, but it's going to happen, you know, it's a business, we got to do it. I mean, I'm going to miss Oakland, I'm going to miss tailgating, the experience, me being a Vegas local, I'm not going to lie to you, man, I'm scared because it's going to be priced out, you know, it's going to be strip prices, I think, they out there. You're going to be paying strip prices, just like, you know, the hockey team out here. Very expensive for them here in Vegas, but I look online and go to Phoenix, the tickets are way cheaper. So, you know, that's one thing I want to be scared of, you know, but it, it is what it is. We are the Raider Nation. Just listening to some ACDC, Back in Black, and all these Raider songs, and it gets me pumped up. Can't wait for the season. Can't wait for the draft. And I look forward to the future. And another thing I just, you know, good job, guys. Keep up the good work. Uncle Mosh, Theo Mosh, and Murph. Uh, I catch you guys when I can. I'm always busy. I'm always on the road, but all I got to say is, Raiders! <laughs> news, news is high. Move to Mars. Move to Vegas. Raiders till I die. Ruben, the realistic Raider, I'm out. Ruben, the realistic Raider. I love it. I love it. He goes, he goes, move to Mars. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> So, congrats, man. Congrats to Rubens on being a made man. We appreciate it. We appreciate all his calls, and we appreciate the fact that he's our first Vegas made man. I love it. I love it. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, so if you call our show, first off, congratulations, Ruben. Appreciate uh, your supporting our show and appreciate the sign. And I do have a gift box ready to go for you. I'm waiting on our new T-shirt. As soon as we get our new T-shirts, I'm going to throw one of those in there for you as well and send that off to you. So just bear with me. It might be a little bit longer, uh, but I definitely am going to get a, a show of appreciation uh, out to you. So, uh, all right, so do you get our, your voicemail featured on our show. Uh, you call the number 909-345-3346. That's 909 909- Three four five three three four six. Leave us a voicemail. Try to keep it at a minute or two. Three minutes. Google Voice cuts you off, and uh, so we get you get those three times on the show, and then you become a made man. And so we have we go from a made man, uh, newly crowned uh, Uncle Mosh, to a brand new caller to Raiders Fan Radio. So let's go out to Southern California and hear from our buddy Jeff. Hey, Murph and Uncle Mosh. This is One Nation Only Jeff from SoCal. I'm a first-time caller, love the show. I just wanted to touch on a, a couple points, defending our star quarterback, Derek Carr. Uh, everyone knows he's almost ready to break every record in the Raiders' uh, quarterback record book. And if you compare him to the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks for the Raiders, Abler, Gannon, LaMonica, and Plunkett, not only is he ready to break their records, but 
I think it proves that he is an elite quarterback. But what nobody takes into account when they talk about the ups and downs of Carr is the defenses he plays with. If you compare the defenses that those other quarterbacks played with, on average through their careers, Stabler played with a a ranking of scoring defense, in other words, points allowed by the defense, a 5.1 throughout his career. LaMonica, a 3.5 throughout his career. Gannon, 10.1, and Plunkett, 10.1 throughout their careers. Carr has played with a 21.2 ranked defense. That means bottom third of the league, and yet you're going to blame him for losing the game. Now, if you want to compare that to first ballot Hall of Fame quarterbacks throughout the league, if you compare that to Brett Favre, Tom Brady, Dan Marino, Joe Montana, and Peyton Manning, Favre throughout his career in Green Bay, they had an 8.2 ranked defense. Brady, an 8 ranked defense. Montana, 5.6. Manning in Indianapolis, 15.5. And in Denver, an 11.5. And the only quarterback of that ranking to not win a Super Bowl, Dan Marino, his average defense was 14.7. So if you weigh in the defenses the car has played and compare him to all those quarterbacks, he is definitely an elite quarterback, our franchise quarterback, and should be given the benefit of at least waiting until we've shored up our defense that doesn't let opposing offenses run up and down the field on us or score big plays before you throw him in the trash can and say that uh, he'll never work, he'll never win a Super Bowl. Anyway, that's my take. Let me know what you guys think. Again, love the show, Raider Nation for life, and I'll talk to you soon. Jeff, Jeff, outstanding call. (laughs) Can I just tell you, all those numbers, all those facts, all those names – Murph, he's sweating right now because he was so excited, (laughs) and he could, and and he was taking notes. He was right. I've seen the kid in class. He's never even paid that close of attention before. Oh my (laughs) god! You were you were major fanboying on that one, big guy. I listened to his voicemail (laughs) sixteen times. No, no, no. I did listen to it multiple times. It's great, Jeff. Phenomenal call. Keep them coming. Uh, that is that is top notch. You know, we have different types of colors. We have some guys that are really, really funny. We have some that are, you know, just passionate about their fandom and, you know, shout out to other members of Raider Nation. And then some, and, I'm, and I mean this completely in an endearing way, some nerd out about football. And that was a great, and when I mean nerd out, I mean like get into the minutia of the numbers. That's great stuff, man. And so considering that, when you consider that yes, it's a big deal when your quarterback doesn't have a good defense on the other side of the ball, or at a minimum, in the case of Peyton Manning, as he mentioned, a middle of the road defense. Yep. When you have an awful defense on the other side and you're constantly having to bail your team out because yep. the defense can't get off the field, it's a big freaking deal, Mosh. It really impacts the, the the play of the quarterback. You know, football, The one of the reasons that football is such a beautiful sport and our favorite sport is that it's symbiotic, man. Things, one thing impacts another. You are dependent on, on the guy next to you to do his job, just like he's dependent on you to do yours, and that's equally for the guy across uh, on the other side. It's the ultimate team sport because you have to gel as a unit. It's not about individual performance. And we as fans, we always go, oh, yeah, he messed that up, man. We lost the game because of him. But you know what? You 
you had 59 other minutes going. Yes. You know, and so you can't say because of that one play at the end or, he, oh, he didn't catch the ball or he, he, he tanked the pass or he missed the field goal. What happened? Why did that 59 other minutes put him in that position? Absolutely. You know, so it really is. It's the ultimate team sport. Absolutely. And, you know, we joke and we say, you know, football never comes down to one play, except sometimes it comes down to one play. You know, we joke about that. But what Mosh saying is, is the truth of it is that, yes, it's, you know, ultimately you want your big players to come up big in the, when the spotlight's on them. But as a team, it, it, this is why it, it's challenging for us at times when we have conversations with people about specific players. When, when, when folks get wound up about an Amari Cooper or, or Khalil Mack, and I two names I shouldn't have even said, when they get wound up, look, it's much bigger than that. When you look at the success, I'll just bring it up here recently. You look at the success of the Seahawks, their defense was based on a unit. It wasn't yep. based on an individual player. It was based on the success of a unit. When you look at the Patriots, their offense is successful based on the unit. It's not just Tom. It's not just Julian Edelman. It's not just Deion Lewis or James White or whoever, Troy Brown even. You can name anybody you want. It's what do they do as a unit, as a collective group? That's what makes them great. Yep. And so we can't get too caught up into the, in, into the conversations about what did one individual player do. But in terms of Derek Carr, let me say this real fast before we move on from it. In terms of Carr and, and, and not having the defense reciprocate his success, there's absolute truth to that. Because, look, Carr this year threw for 4,049 yards. Jeez. That sets a career That's high in nuts. passing yards this season. And his connection with Gruden continues to blossom. Uh, and it's the first time he's thrown for more than 4,000 yards. Look, we're going to see more of this out of him. You don't have a guy. You don't have chumps don't throw for 4,000 yards, Mosh. It doesn't happen, right? Um, the other thing, uh, another number I'll throw at you. 333 over the course of the final eight games of the season, he completed 333 passes without an interception. Uh, that ranks third all-time behind guess who? Yeah. Tom Brady and, and Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rogers. Now, Come look, on. you can say all you want. Oh, they're short pass. What? You ever watch the Patriots game? Right. He's chucking the ball 50 yards downfield every play. He's throwing it to the guy that's open. Yep. And when you watch just a playoff game the other day, how many passes went to the running back? All of them? Like, I mean, look, that's what, what successful offenses do. You take the plays that the defense gives you, and you go win freaking football games. So leave Derek Carr alone. I'm with you, Jeff. Great call. Keep them coming. And next up, Uncle Mosh, let's hear again from Houston Raider Steve. Hey, Mosh and Murph. This is Houston Raider Steve. I was going to say, boy, I sure love the fact that uh, they lost that playoff game with Cleo Mack. They went out and spent, <laughs> what, $141 million? $90. Uh, $90. $90 million guaranteed. Yeah, I tell you what, like you said, they only got to play one more playoff game. Man, I tell you what, I sure as hell were cheering against them when they missed that field goal when I saw it on YouTube as the replay. I laughed my butt off. Yeah, I got to serve them right. They didn't want that. They didn't want Khalil to go up there to Green Bay. Hey, you know what? I grew up in Chicago, 65 to 70. First press clipping I saw was Gail Sayers having that six-touchdown game. I think uh, you ought to watch it on YouTube, man. It's, it's one of the best all-around performances they sat him in the fourth quarter and everything and he had what four uh, long touchdown runs a punt return kick return for touchdowns six touchdowns by himself he was a machine kansas comet and uh, of course uh buckus the uh monsters of the midway favorite linebacker but when we moved away out of chicago in 70 i became a raiders fan but i was a raiders fan of course back from the heidi game so uh 
Yeah, I sure enjoyed the hell out of them losing that game. They gave up a team's <laughs> ransom to us. Sure, we hurt in the long term, but we're getting the last, last laugh Raider fans. Now we have to have Dallas lose and everything. So, uh, you know, about Amari Cooper. Yeah, are we selfish? Yeah, but we're allowed to be. These are Raider fans. We're going to be back. It's going to be a gradual process. Love the show. You and Mike are awesome. God bless and go Raiders. Love hearing everybody's calling in, Kevin and everybody and, and all the great callers. Thanks. Bye. All right. Great job, Houston Raiders, Steve. Yeah, man. You know, look, there's a reason that those teams were able to do what they did to acquire those players that they did. It's because they have the, 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 the availability of the funds because they don't have to pay their quarterbacks. Look, and it's, 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 it's too easy to miss, okay? The, the teams that make these plays for these big names aren't paying their quarterbacks. And that, that's nope. the bottom line, nope. man. And then, and once you have to pay your quarterback, the dynamic of the finances, and the dynamic of your salary cap changes. It's just is there's one team in the NFL that has two players that make more than $20 million a year. That's the New York giants. They pay Odell Beckham and they pay Eli Manning. And they're trying to get rid of one or the both, or of, them. The both of them. And yeah. what was their freaking record this year? Look, it doesn't work. Exactly. The formula doesn't work. And so the Raiders weren't going to play that. And thankfully they didn't. And so and I'm, I'm with you, Steve, the, the, the bears bought themselves self a extra game congratulations thanks for the draft pick. yeah hope they made their money back absolutely all right next up let's go here from our buddy alex in tucson arizona hey uncle mosh murph this is alex sandoval tucson arizona um calling in today about the fans that are pounding the table for Dwayne haskins to be drafted by us in the first round with our first pick um that is just that is just a, a silly move that is just a panicky move. Um, don't we don't back, need to panic. <laughs> Our problems this year were – there was a bunch of problems this year, but quarterback was not one of them. I mean, yes, Derek Carr could have played uh, better in a couple or a, a few situations, but, I mean, to just totally give up on him and draft a quarterback is super panicky. I mean, look at what he had to deal with with our offensive line. Um, he has no weapons. The only bright spot um, in our offense was maybe the running back position, and even even that, it wasn't even all that. Um, he, he just he doesn't have anybody around him to help him out. Um, I feel like it's far too soon to be, you know, talking about drafting a quarterback. Now, um. I'm not against the idea of getting a quarterback in the next few years. If, Derek, if, if next year, you know, we get all this good draft and we have a good free agency and we have a lot of good players around Derek Carr and he's still making the same boneheaded mistakes, then maybe at that point we could consider getting another quarterback. Consider it. I mean, you'd have to evaluate it at, at that point. But point being, um, it's, 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 it's way too soon to be thinking about drafting a quarterback this year. Um, I think in the end, Carr is going to work out. I love Carr. I think he's a good person and a good player. Um, and I have not given up hope yet. That's all. Thanks. All right. Great job, Alex. In Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, we agree. Uh, I won't rehash my same opinion again. Uh, you, you all know how we feel about Derek Carr. Mosh, you got anything on, on Derek Carr you want to add? Or no, I, just, what I love what he said. Don't panic, Nation. Don't panic. Don't panic. Don't panic. We're good. We, got, we don't have to worry we, about we that. We got three draft picks in the first round. We're not going to spend one on a quarterback. And, and, and we, might, we might get a quarterback in the later rounds. 
That's sure. not unheard of. We drafted Connor why, Cook. Why, like, yeah, why not bring a guy in later rounds? You know, if we if, if we feel short up where we really needed it, come on. There's and there's going to be people on the market anyway. Absolutely. And you know what? I don't think it's a bad from an economic standpoint. And I don't mean economics dollars. I mean the economy of the value of the draft. It's a smart play to draft and develop a quarterback. Look at what the Patriots did with Jimmy Garoppolo. You draft him, you develop him, you trade him for a first-round pick. You know, that's that's a very important way to build value, to build equity in the draft. Right. So the Raiders, look, we already tried to do this. We tried to do it with Connor Cook. We drafted him, uh, you know, mid-rounds, and we I think it was a third or fourth, whatever you guys know more than I do. But they drafted him. They tried to develop him into a starting quarterback. Think about if Connor Cook would have won that playoff game. Think about what the landscape of the Raiders' draft equity looks like if Connor Cook wins a playoff game on the road in Houston. Now, all of a sudden, he's got value. Now, people want him. We're not going to start him over because we're not going to pay him like we paid Derek Carr. So, what do you do? You trade him away for a first. You see what I'm saying? So it would not surprise me if the Raiders pull a quarterback in the draft. Is he going to come in those first three picks? Probably Probably not, not unless we fall back and trade out. Because here's the other thing. People are going to panic. Teams panic every single year. And when you have a top five pick, someone's going to panic because they need quarterbacks. Quarterback is the most needed position in the NFL. Someone is going to freak out. They're going to try to move to the top and they're going to want to get them. And if we're the trade partner, then fine. Don't be shocked if we trade out of that stuff. You know, look, Mike Mayock is no dummy. He's all about equity. He's all about value. And he's going to try to assemble the absolute most he possibly can for this team in the draft. All right, last uh, let's go here from our buddy, uh, Raider Beto. Raider Beto here, you know. You already know where the city I'm from. But anyway. L.A. I'm so glad the Chargers lost. I mean, either way, if they would have won, no one really would care in L.A. <laughs> Same with the Rams. I mean, people care a little bit more because they have to now. So it's the only L.A. team here. But anyway. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. And our Cowboys pick, you know, got a 26-27 pick overall now. Mark Cooper want to be a street fighter now, huh? What was that? <laughs> what was that in the first game of the season, 2015, when he's getting choked out by that Bengals defender? Oh. You know, I, I didn't know this Mark Cooper. I mean, I, I knew Mark Cooper at the second half because he disappeared. So I was like, hey, it's Mark. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I also wanted to mention that um, I saw that little podcast you guys had of um, with that, that Chiefs fan with you and Kevin the Raider nerd. Uh, I just checked it out, actually. I know I'm, I'm a little late, but uh, I didn't like how that Chiefs fan – started saying how many of those L.A. Raider fans are Rams and Charger fans. You know what I'm saying? But th- thank you guys for having my back. You know, I appreciate it much love. But, you know, Raiders still repping in L.A. hard. You know, I don't care if the Rams are here. I don't care if the Chargers are here. Or the all all 31 NFL teams are here. So only one L.A. team I support, and that's the L.A. Raiders. also want to mention how Mike Mayock was – you guys didn't uh, – I know you guys caught it, but uh, at the end where he says, we want to know how Raiders smells and looks like. I mean, we're going to have pure Raiders now. You know what I'm, I'm excited for the future and all the Raider haters out there, you know, bend down, you know what I'm saying, and kiss it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyway, go Raiders all day and return to greatness. I'll soon see the greatness of the Raiders as everyone was saying as they were back in the day. But anyway, go Raiders. Much love and respect to y'all. 
All right, great job there, Raider Beto. Thank you for the call. And, uh, yeah, some great points in there. So, look, Kyle uh, Wagner, who is the co-host of Kevin's End Zone Show uh, on the uh, Phantom Podcast Network, they do their their football show. Kyle is a diehard Chiefs fan, and, and he joined us. And Kyle was a great sport. We kind of poked fun at one another, and he was fun. But, yeah, he's a Chiefs fan, so, yeah, he's going to have goofy opinions. He's a freaking Chiefs fan. Yeah, Just man. like anybody that's a fan of all those other teams. They all have goofy opinions, right? But, yeah, we absolutely had your back. And Kevin, is there you go. There's another one of those guys that is from L.A., took his Raider fandom with him. Now he lives in Atlanta. He's, in fact, he's the one that sent these shirts to us. Right. This Atlanta Raider Booster Club shirt that I'm wearing. Uh, that, that's that's uh, uh, an L.A. fan right there, an L.A. Raider fan. So uh, great stuff. So great job, uh, Beto. Great job on the, on the call, as always, and, and keep them coming. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, he did, a, he did a terrific job, and we got to go. Uh, we got to get rocking here. Okay. And so we got to award our scissors. So All we right. had some great calls. We had uh, we had Houston Steve who called twice, and you know, and the and the great thing about Steve's call, he he referenced Super Bowls, he referenced beer, he referenced food, man. He, I mean, he <laughs> he he hit on it all. He, he he even brought up Khalil Mack and the Heidi game. You know, I mean, that's yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and of course, you know, much love out to Junior in San Diego. Yeah, you know, because yeah. made, made you feel bad, and anytime they can make you feel bad, <laughs> that makes me feel good. You know, and we had a new made man, you know, our first one, Ruben in Vegas, you know, and uh, I mean, it was just it, it, it was Alex, man, don't panic nation. You yeah, know, I mean, yeah. there was there was some good stuff, man. There was some good stuff out there. But Jeff in SoCal, Jeff in SoCal Jeff had SoCal. such a good take. First of all, he got you all fanboyed up. Oh, my God. Coming in with all the names and the numbers. But then he's got the chat still talking. About about really? the defense. And yeah, I mean, oh, I mean okay. they've been good running deal. it, you know, so they've been good. So uh, first-time caller, first-time Sizzler Award winner. I think that's the first time that's happened. Awesome. Sizzler. 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 Great job, Jeff and SoCal. Job. Great job, and great job to everybody that called the show tonight. And uh, always appreciate those voicemails, 909-345-3346. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today! From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. So two right. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, you want to Rochambeau for it? We, we, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't giving each other the look. The, uh, the, you got this one look. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, uh, just real fast, I want to hit the chat before we get into our last segment. Uh, of course, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Raider Homer, Joseph Morales, Stackanova, Two Deuce, Ron, Raider Homer. Did I say Raider Homer already? Yep. Joseph Morales, I appreciate you all uh, staying with us in the chat and checking us out on the live stream here for Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, one thing I, I want to say real quick, uh, I saw early on, again, I only kind of catch part of it, I saw somebody mention about the Raiders starter jacket that I mentioned. I told this story on Mondays with Mikey and Murph, and I'll, I'll have to bust it out here uh, on the next episode of Raiders yeah, Fan Radio. Um, my uh, my dad passed away uh, a couple years ago, and when he did, he uh, you know his his house was was left there, and and my brother had gone through a bunch of stuff that was in the house, and uh, he found my Raider jacket from the early '90s, my Raiders starter jacket, and sent it to me, and so I have that jacket, and it's glorious, man. I, I hadn't worn it, and 
20 years probably yeah and it still fits and it still fits and it's awesome it is so cool man and and it and it looks just like it did back then and so i'll I'll, uh i'll put that on next week i'll I'll show you guys yeah because that's those old jackets you can't even find them anymore and if you do it's on ebay and they're like hundreds and hundreds of dollars uh to get a hold of one so anyways good stuff there okay Um, so uh let's talk about the playoffs there is uh, there's a little bit of football going on two yeah 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 two weeks ago you went two and two Again, you went two and oh, two. Oh no, 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 two weeks two, ago. Oh, two weeks ago. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. week you went two and two. Okay, good deal. Okay. All right, so, so I'm all about uh, the deuces. The Eagles and Saints, and of course you had the Saints. That was your yeah, winner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Cowboys and the Rams, and you had the Rams. Had the Rams. That was yep. your other winner. Yep. yep. Okay, and uh, the Colts and the Chiefs. The, and and the cheats got it. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping the Colts were going to do something, but man, right, they, right, talk right. about overpowered or undermatched or and whatever. Actually, you know, you went three and one because you had you had uh, the Toms against. Oh against, yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, you were yeah. three and one. Oh, three I and tried one. to cheat you out of oh, one. Okay, I, I tried to Kansas City you out of one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three and one. That's pretty good. So All that's, right. uh, I'm five and three as an overall. That's okay. Not bad. So not bad. I'm gonna just to show you how well I know my co-host. Okay. I'm gonna show you. You're gonna pick for me. I'm gonna show you your pick. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Saints and Rams. Uh, I no no. I'm gonna say it. Okay, you say it. You're going with the Saints. That's correct. Cheats and Pats. Okay. You're going with the Pats. Yes, sir. There it is. Absolutely. Done and done. Done and done. Done and done. I want to see uh, I want to see the Hall of Famers match up. I Absolutely. See, you know, look, there's a um, story, man. There's a story. And look, it look, as long as it doesn't involve, you know, uh, a, a, a hated rival of ours, um, I, I root for the story. And, you know, I'm a football fan. Look, I'm a obviously clearly I'm a Raiders fan. Look at this thing and what we're doing. I'm clearly I'm a Raiders fan, but I'm an NFL fan, man. I love the NFL. I love the sport. I love everything about it. And to see or to have an opportunity to see two Hall of Famers in the twilight of their careers match up against one another, and and their coaches are geniuses, you know, in their own regards. And I just think that I mean that's the matchup. That as a football fan, I don't know how you could want to see anything else but that. And you know, of course, I'll be rooting for Drew Brees in that game. Of course, we'll be rooting for the Saints to knock off the Patriots. And you know, I would love to see Drew Brees. Look, if he gets a second ring, not only is he already a Hall of Famer. Now you start putting him into the conversation. And you yep. know that conversation I'm talking about, yep. and that's greatest of all time. Yep. Because he's going to be what Marino just fell shy of. Because Marino had all the records and none of the rings. And the conversation for you older guys, you know what I'm talking about. Back then it was Marino versus Montana. Yep. Montana had the rings. Marino had the numbers. And who, so who was the best? Well, then this guy Tom Brady comes along and gets them both. Right. And so it just kind of ended the conversation there. Well, now if Drew gets two rings and all these numbers, these records, look, I'm not saying he's Tom Brady, but he's in the conversation. Yeah. He's in the conversation. So I think it's a great matchup. And then especially, just, look, you know you want to see Tom sitting on his butt in the middle of the 50-yard line after throwing a pick or getting sacked again, losing another Super Bowl. You know you want to see that. Come on now. You can't be rude for them, Chiefs. Anyways, all right, some good stuff there, Mike. So, um, so speaking of all of those teams that you mentioned losing, uh, it now solidifies the Raiders' final three draft positions, Mosh. So okay. we now have – catch my breath here. So now we have we – have, we know we have three draft picks, and right. now we know the order. So number four is, go, is ours. Is Wait, our, our pick. Let me look at the camera. i got to remember to look at the camera. So number four is ours. That's, right. our, that's our pick. 
Number 24 is the one that we got from the Bears. <laughs> Thank you, Khalil Mack. <laughs> and number 27 is the one that we got from the now Street Fighter, Amari Cooper. <laughs> Thank and, you, Amari. And the, the Cowboys. Well, can I just say this about Amari yeah, being please, a Street Fighter? Please do. Yeah. He you, comes over. You go in on this guy. Oh, man. Come this on. Guy, you, he just, you were he, doing it pregame. I, I, Tell him now. You know, I, I watched the video over and over and over again, right? So he comes up to this guy, right? And he's Marcus got, Peters. Marcus Peters, an Oakland guy. Yes. You know, and, and he comes up to him and he's and he's talking smack, and he's probably talking smack from 10 yards away. You know, you want some, you want some. And he comes up to him, he's still got his helmet on, and he gets dinged first. <laughs> you know, he gets dinged first. And I'm like, what was that? You're gonna talk smack, and then you're gonna get hit first. And you have your helmet and on. And you got your helmet on? Come on. Jeez, you need to be playing with the Cowboys. <laughs> hey, and, ba- and by the way, thanks for that first round. <laughs> Thank you for that one. Thank you for number 27 now. So, hey, real quick, to an, another thing on that. Best tweet of the week, yeah. Monster Mash Ken, a uh, good friend of the show, Monster Mash Ken. <laughs> there's, you remember how the Ultimate Warrior used to come running in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, he, <laughs> so, he, so there's a, picture, a post of this video of Amari and Mark, as Marcus Peters starting right, to right, go right. at it, and Monster Mash Ken writes, and Marshawn enters, and he maybe puts <laughs> Ultimate Warrior running in from the crowd. It's the best. Marshawn makes his entrance or something like that. I love it. Very, very funny. So great stuff there. Uh, uh, all right, Uncle Mosh. funny. Last thing we got for you before we get out of here. Gosh, we're almost right out on time. And uh, so appreciate you all listening and uh, look forward to talking to you again next week. Oh, real quick, a little housekeeping. Okay. No Raiders fan read. Uncle Mosh, you got the week off next week. Thank you. You got Thank the week you. off. Do I still get paid? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we pay we pay fits of uh, of the fan club blitz. We pay him fifty two cents an episode. So I don't know what your stipend is, but I'm gonna guess it's probably a buck. <laughs> I ain't seen a check yet. <laughs> fits is fifty two cents up on me. <laughs> She's so we'll, we'll pay you in a dead pirate sports sweat. I know, right? Yeah, Between yeah. dead pirate sweats and the uh, and the uh, the sodas, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. That Dr. Pack, Dr. Pepper cost me at least 78 cents or something, probably. Uh, anyway, so um, what was I saying? Pop culture. Oh, so now, so we're off next week. And the reason why is that you're going to see probably more of me than you care to because I'm going to, I got a new. I got a vlog set up. Oh, that sounds really self gratifying. What is that? I'm, I'm, I'm basically I got a, a new camera and set up here, and we're going to be doing. Where'd you get that camera? Santa Claus looks a lot like Santa Mosh over there. <laughs> and so, so we've got some external mics and some other things we're going to set up. Basically, we're going to be set up to be like a mobile studio. And uh, so when we when we're down there in Mobile, it's going to be we want to we we don't want you to just you know. A, pull out the phone and snap selfies like i want to send you guys try to make it as legit as possible so that's what we're going to do and that's one of the things that jeff is going to help me out a lot with is that we're going to do a lot of a lot of video interviews and a lot of video interaction and it should be good quality uh stuff to send out to you all so anyways you're going to have all that stuff coming on our new youtube channel plus the stuff uh on our on our podcast feed and that will uh that will all be next week so no raiders fan radio on wednesday night next week all right last up Uncle Mosh, our new favorite segment is Raiders and pop culture. This all stemmed from an episode of Last Man Standing that you were flipping through the channels and right. came across, and, and Tim Allen uh, was, was making some, some Raiders references. So we put it out there to you all to send us some Raiders 
references in pop culture and we've gotten a bunch so i've got a couple for you here tonight before we get out of here first off uh i don't know the context of the show i've never seen it it's called american dad this comes courtesy of our buddy bobby wasabi and he sent it to us in a um I'm going to set it up like this. It looks like this character is in some sort of like a transformation chamber, like, you know, like a teleporting teleportation thing or okay. something like that, whatever, some sort of chamber. And you plug in a recipe and then out you come as whatever. Well, the character puts in the recipe and he comes out as Raider Dave. The persona I've ever burst. And dry ice for effect. Get ready to meet Oh, overcooked it. Boy, you add just one ingredient too many and you end up Raider Dave. Every time. <laughs> Unless it's a crime to bleed silver and black. Raider Dave! This is our year! Raider Nation will rise again! <laughs> Somebody on that on that staff knows Raider Lore. Oh, yeah, he knows the that's our lingo, yes. right? Yeah. That's man. our lingo. Absolutely. Yeah, great one there. That pretty good stuff there from oh. from Bobby Wasabi. So great, great job there. I, like I said, I, I don't know the show. I don't know American Dad. I think it's a Seth MacFarlane show or something. But uh, anyways, but great, great references there uh, to Raider Nation. And yeah, you know we're gonna rise again. You know that. Jeez. All yeah. right. Uh, all like right, Mosh, a, like a pastry, we're gonna rise. We're gonna again. rise. All right, you want to do one more? Yeah, do one more. Come okay, on, we right. got, we're we're ahead, we're ahead on time. Do one more. All right, one more. Uh, so this one. This is I'm going to give you the visual cue because the audio cue has nothing to do with the Raiders. The visual cue is this. One of the funniest movies of the past, I don't know, however many years, is the movie Step Brothers. It's Will Ferrell right, right. and John C. Riley, and it's freaking hilarious, man. It's, yeah. it's one of those, like, as a whole, top to bottom is a movie. It's not the greatest movie in the world, but it's a movie of moments, and there are moments, there's like six or seven moments in that movie that absolutely crush me. Um, one of them is that when he puts his, package on the guy's drums yeah like there's a handful of things that are just so dang funny uh, yeah okay all right so one of the scenes in this movie they go out and so it's will ferrell and john c Riley, the Step Brothers, and they're out trying to get a job and they're interviewing as a team okay <laughs> and they're interviewing with seth rogan seth rogan is like a football coach right or some sort some sort of sports uh, coach whatever and in this scene over the shoulders of both of these guys are Raiders logos. One over Will Ferrell and one over John C. Riley. And it's the full Raiders, the word Raiders on one. It's like a big sticker on like a cabinet. And then the other one is, is this. It's the Raiders shield. And it's big as heck. It's as big as that NWO flag over your shoulder. Nice. It's this big, giant Raiders logo. And so anyways, so the Raiders are fully represented in this office. And this is the interaction that they have with Seth Rogen. I'm just looking to hire guys that I don't mind hanging out with for like 12 hours a day. You guys seem like cool guys. Got hair similar to mine. You wear tuxedos to the interview. That's funny. It's ironic. I get that. You're kind of underplaying the whole formality of it. I think that's funny as hell. So let's do this. You know, you guys are hired. You're in, you know, unless you're like the weirdest guys ever and I don't see it. Great. Onion and onion and ketchup. It stinks. This is a small room. 
Okay, now the tuxedo seemed kind of f***ed up. <laughs> so, so, you know, there's so such funny. a thing as, like, com drums and chick flicks. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, we, I, I'm telling uh, you, we just, we like fart and joke humor. Like fart, that's it. <laughs> oh, man. Like Kevin Smith is. I make movies about D and fart jokes. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my, oh my God. It's so funny. And it, the best is that, because John C. Riley is sitting as close as we are. So he's like, did you just fart? He's like, I don't know. And then he goes, I got to be honest with you. I did fart. Like, yeah, no shit. Oh, my God. It's so funny, Uncle Mosh. Uh, that movie just slays me, man. Oh, it's so good. All right. That's all we got, man. You want to get us out of here? All right. Well, well th- tell everybody thank you, and then, yeah. Let's, we let's appreciate go. you guys coming in, man. We appreciate everybody that's in the chat and everybody that's going to be listening on the podcast, man. Tell your friends. Tell them to come tune in. We'll see who that 13th, 1300th, no, 1,300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, come on. <laughs> I can't. I can't help it. I, can I gotta be honest it. with you. <laughs> <laughs> For Murph, this is Uncle Mosh, and you've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we took a lighter journey into the dark side. And don't ever forget what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. God bless. Was that a fart? I don't know. I can taste it. From my tongue. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. This holiday season, you know what I have on my wish list? Adventure. That's why I got a new Honda during the Happy Honda Day sales event. They have a whole lineup of rugged, all-wheel drive SUVs, CRV, Pilot, Passport. But at the end of the day, I drove off in a new HRV with a bunch of safety features. And best of all, I got it on clearance. So don't just sit around knitting an ugly holiday sweater. See your local Honda dealer for Happy Honda Day's clearance pricing today. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.